Cool. All right, so I want to take you back all the way to November 2012. Okay, so 2012 in November, cold evening, sat in my double bed, just me, no one around, and it was about 1.30, something like that in the morning. And basically I've been drinking. I had really been in a really bad place for a lot, for, for quite a while. And uh, it's very difficult for me to get out of that dark space. It's very lost. Um, relationships are broken up. Coming out of the military hadn't worked out the way that I expected it to work out, right? And it become very, very difficult for me to lead a life at that time. And impulsively, um, I had made a decision that, you know, I just wanted everything to end. And that's quite dramatic. Um, but it kind of got to that stage for me. Um, I had allowed my state of mind to crumble to a point where it was full of fog. And, oh, sorry about the screaming in the background. <laughs> Kids are going to bed. Um, I uh, had completely lost my way, right? And I was sat in the bed and I got all of these like painkillers, real strong ones that my mum had left behind um, like when she visited last. I got a bottle of Jack Daniels and I was just, the aim was just to overdose, you know? And um, and it was it was a very tough period of time. Um, but I managed to see sense. I managed to snap out of that impulsive action. And I was looking at the picture of my kids and the reasons why I had left the military and why and how, and I was recognising why and how I'd let them down. And what I did was quickly get myself away from that environment that was quite dangerous at the time and got my trainers on and got out of the house and went for this run slash walk. And it was just for meant to be for half an hour. Okay, I thought for half an hour, I'm just gonna walk and run for half an hour, I'm gonna clear my head. And it ended up being three hours. And for those three hours, I laughed, I cried, I reminiscent about my previous life in the military, I reflected, um, I put things into perspective. Anyway, I went through a whole mixture of these emotions. And through this physical activity, managed to clear my mind three hours later to see sense of what I was doing. So it was almost like, for a lot of the time, there's just this black cloud following me around, uh, following me around and it wasn't allowing me to think clearly. And I wasn't allowed to think clearly because I put myself into that state and that was my responsibility. I had allowed myself to get to that point. Okay, and I don't mind accepting that, that's, that's what it was. I said, just say as it is. And um, I was a physical training instructor when I, left the, when I left the Royal Marines. Now, that's an eight month course. When you finish that course, you are categorized in the top 5% of the fittest people in the UK, if not Europe. Uh, and I was, uh, and I was very, very, very physically fit. Uh, mentally fit, emotionally fit. I was in the peak condition I would say of my life. Um, so fitness was a huge part of my life. And when I went for that three hour run, uh, when I was sat in the bed, I realized that the thing that was gonna get me out of this, the thing that was going to allow me to uh, peel back the layers to figure out how I was going to move forward and figure out what I was gonna do was to start exercising again. And I come back from that three hour like walk slash run. And what I did is that I, I realized, um, I realized that I wasn't being the best version of myself. I realized that my purpose was right in front of me. I realized that I was making errors daily. I realized I was feeling sorry for myself. I realized that um, 
I was in, a, in, in, in what I would call an emotional turmoil and I was waiting for somebody to come and save me and nobody was going to do that. And which is why I spoke yesterday about it's our responsibility to step up and change. Okay, It's our responsibility. No one else's, it's ours. So that's what I did. And after that run, I promised myself I'd run every single day. And I created what was called a detox route. So every time I wanted a drink, instead of drinking, I would go for a 5k run. And I kept it around my house at the time that I lived in. And I would constantly connect um, with that 5k run. I would do press-ups every day, sit-ups every day. And I would get back to my roots in the military. And the idea over the time was to build up mentally, emotionally and physically back to that Royal Marine elite operator status in here. Now, you're hearing me talking about an elite operator a lot because it's a standard, it's a status, um, and they are two statuses and standards that I would fully recommend everybody try and get to. And that's what we talk about in our world. So anyone that works with us in our brotherhood or through our programs, what we're trying to do is build that elite operator mentality to get us to the place we want to be, okay, that purposeful direction. And when I finished that run and I started training again, I started making much better decisions because I was physically becoming stronger, I was emotionally becoming more balanced, and I was mentally becoming more aware of everything that was going on. Now, what I want to show you here in a minute are some key considerations or components to each one of those. And the reason that I got you to follow today's challenge is because I wanted you to feel that inner beast, that inner drive, that inner fire, so that you could almost experience what I experienced at a micro level, so to speak. And I don't, for any particular uh, incidents, think that you are in the same position that I was then, okay? But you just might not be living your best life right now. You might be walking around like a zombie. You might not know where you're going. You might feel very hollow about life and confused about where you're going. And hopefully today, you might have just finished that exercise routine and gone, geez, man, I feel alive. This is, this is that feeling that I want. This is how I want to feel. This is the man that I want to be. Even if it's just for 10 minutes, okay? Even if it's for a short period of time, I wanted you to experience that. So I'm going to go through these bits here, then we're going to do a bit of Q&A at the end. Hope that sounds good. If that sounds good, hit the th blue thumb button for me. Let me know that you've caught up. Let me know that you're watching. Cool. All right. So we're going to start in no particular order. Um, I'm going to go through each one of these. Like I say, everything I talk about was based on my own experience and those experience of the men that I work with. All right. So emotional. Um, sorry, before I do that, I've just written this in here about fit for life. For me, exercise, um, nutrition, conditioning, mentally, emotionally, is about being fit for life, right? So it's about having um, enough fitness, enough energy to be a dad at the end of the day, to do your job, to have a sex life, to look in the mirror and be quite happy with the way that you look, to fit in the clothes that you want to, to walk down the street and feel confident, we're not trying to be bodybuilders. I am, I am a PT by trade, but what I don't want to do is inflict like, hey, look, we're going to get a six pack, we're going to get biceps. Fuck all of that. I'm like, I'm interested in making you mentally, emotionally, and physically a stronger human being, okay? By building direction, by having an elite operator mentality. For me, it all comes down to fit for life. 
So all of these things that I'm talking about, they all are considerations for you to be able to uh, build that fit for life, okay? So emotional. So enjoying exercise. The biggest block that I see most men coming up with with exercise is that it's a chore. Listen, if you don't like running, don't run. If you don't like going to the gym, don't go to the gym. One of the things that I would always say to any man who is trying to become fitter, stronger, leaner, mentally, emotionally and physically, is do what you enjoy. So if you like biking and cycling, then go and cycle. If you like walking, then go and walk. Okay, I love grappling and doing jiu-jitsu. I love golf, okay, two completely contrasting sports, but also like throwing weights around the gym. I like playing basketball with my boy on the drive. I like doing my 4K walk every single morning to get my 10,000 steps or majority of my steps. They're things that I love doing. I don't want to do something I don't want to, I, I don't want to or kind of feel like I have to because I have to be fit. Follow your passion and the things that you love doing. And if you don't know what that is, then go and explore. Go and join our five-a-side team. Go and join the gym. Go and try and play squash. Go for a walk up the hills. Go and ride a bike. Test. Enjoy. Embrace the process, right? When it comes to nutrition, one of the biggest things um, I always talk about is um, that the things that we teach our guys to do, which I'm not going to go into detail tonight, is I teach our guys simply to track their calories. And not only to track what they're consuming and their output is, but to build up habits, to build up um, uh, what we would call streaks, okay? So if you want to get yourself into a good habit, there's no better way to do that than tracking your calories on MyFitnessPal. But you have to understand the whole concept of tracking your calories on, on, on MyFitnessPal, okay? But for me, and for anyone that I kind of advise, it's kind of like having an 80% clean, healthy type of diet, with 20% indulgement, because if you can live your life 100% eating chicken breast, rice and broccoli, you're gonna be miserable, you're gonna be miserable and you're gonna end up repenting <laughs> um, the, the, the plan, the diet, okay? And you're gonna end up like blowing out, okay? You're gonna not be consistent because you're trying to do too much and you're not gonna enjoy the process. So if you can get an 80-20, it's gonna help you with that level of emotions Okay, when we balance it and we allow ourselves to have a drink at the end of the week, or we allow ourselves to have a treat at the weekend or whatever that treat's going to be, man, it makes us feel a little bit emotionally stronger and better in terms of the long-term plan of our nutrition and training. Emotional connection. One thing that I'm really big on is understanding the reason why you want to be fitter, leaner and stronger. Why do you want to be going down the gym. Why do you want to throw weights around in the gym? Okay, and I think it's really, really important to have that. Now, I love grappling because I miss the camaraderie from the lads from the military. The lads down there are all unbelievably amazing lads. They're a special breed of guys. And for me, I love the challenge of trying not to get strangled, but trying to strangle my best mate and it not be um, violent, okay, or not be uh, confrontational. It's just a friendly role. It's just like, that's what we do as men, right? We, we, we have a bit of friendly play fighting. You know, I used to play fight with my brother all of the time. So I love it. And I have that emotional connection. I have my emotional connection to golf because I love the pursuit of consistency. 
So trying to improve all the time, it's a game. I, I am obsessed with, be, with, with improving me in my business, in my life, in my relationships. And I feel like I'm always chasing that goal for that perfect game, right? One minute you have a great game, next minute you don't. And you're like, why? I want to figure this out. So it's like a game of chess for me. So I have that emotional connection with it. And it's also an escapism for me. Ego. One of the things that I find restricts a lot of guys and a lot of men when it comes to getting fit and putting themselves on the line and moving themselves emotionally forward is that ego, is that stubbornness, is that pride. Do you know in that amount of times that I see people come into a gym and there's like quite a few guys in the gym and they're just like, right, let me just grab this weight here. And I can see that that weight is too heavy for them, but they've committed. They're in. There's nothing they can do about it because they are too afraid to show that vulnerability or the fact that they look like an utter massive cock and made a real huge mistake, okay? So ego, you have to manage. If you are injured, don't train on an injury. Don't allow yourself to think, hey man, do you know what? All these young kids in here, I'm gonna show them what's what, okay? Because it doesn't work. Ego is the thing that gets you injured. It's the thing that puts you under pressure. It's uh, that pride, that stubbornness is the thing that's going to stop you from progressing. We need to just let that go so that we can build emotionally. Okay, We want to be emotionally conditioned. And it's one of the things that I like to work on with guys is being emotionally stronger, emotionally more intelligent, emotionally controlled. Okay, So we don't lash out and we're not impulsive. Okay, stress management. What a way to deal with stress, get in front of a punch bag, smack the life out of it, right? It's a way to be able to handle and manage stress, frustration and build up. Okay, when you become emotionally stronger, when you start exercising emotionally, you start to handle that stress better. If you remember my model yesterday, when we had on this side, we had um, where we were right now, the pain model of no, no uh, direction, no identity, no process, struggling with structured routines. And then we fall into that, what I would call the hamster wheel. So we're running on that hamster wheel, wheel really, really fast, okay? But we're not actually getting anywhere. And we're so stressed out with it all and everything becomes stressed. And then we take it out on the missus, then we take it out on the kids, then we feel guilty and we're going round in circles. So working out, being fit for life, is about managing that stress, all right, guys? So they are the key five points I put down underneath emotional. So when we're trying to build our emotional intelligence and control, when we're trying to be more conditioned emotionally, um, these are key points, right? So if you want to be fitter and stronger, you want to look leaner, we have to be emotionally controlling ourselves much better, okay? We have to control those elements. Okay, so let me just put this down here slightly. All right, so we're gonna go into mental. Okay, so mentally, you have to know your limitations. You have to know your limitations. If you haven't run for a long time, all right, it is important for you to understand that running a half marathon straight out of the box is not going to be a great idea. So what we have to make sure that you are doing is making sure that you manage the ego and you manage your limitations. Small steps. Right, do you know what? I'm just going to run. I'm going to walk slash run 5k for my first run. I'm just going to use these eight kilogram dumbbells, something that I can actually manage. And when you have those limitations, what you're doing is being happy 
understanding and accepting at the level of conditioning that you are mentally, emotionally and physically. And it's a really strong aspect. And not many men will agree because they're like, well, fuck you know, I want to be challenging, I want to be doing this, I want to be doing that. And that's that ego and pride that gets involved, right? Okay, know your limitations when you go to the gym, when you're running, when you're doing jiu-jitsu, when you're playing golf, whatever it is, know it. Manage your expectations. Now, this is where a huge amount of self-belief and esteem um, comes into play. This is when we start feeling it. This is when we fall off the wagon after the two weeks, because what we do is when we start a process, we go, right, these are our expectations right here. But this is the level of conditioning that you're at. So there's this huge deficit. By you setting those expectations, you not meeting them, you start to go, on oh, crap at this. There's no point in me doing this. What's the point? I'm rubbish. And lots of self-negative chat. We already saw it earlier. Someone saying, oh, it made me realise. It made me depressed because it made me realise how unfit I was. Like the expectations were up here when you all started. And actually, the level of conditioning is here. When you saw your times and your numbers, you were probably like, oh, man, like, I thought I was going to do much better. I thought I was much stronger. When actually, what we're looking for is for us to drop the ego, see how it always comes back in, recognise the limitations, and set the expectations at the level of conditioning that you're at. So when you go to jiu-jitsu for the first day, you're not going in there to, like, strangle the black belt. You're going in there and you're just going to learn. You're just going to date the experience. As many people will say, just enjoy the experience. Don't put the pressure on yourself. Make sense? Okay, excuses. So mentally, most people lose before they even start. Because what ends up happening in and around 12 o'clock, if we haven't done a workout, we're looking for excuses not to go to the gym, not to go for that run after work, not to get up in the morning, and we constantly build those excuses and we're setting ourselves up for failure. And that's why we keep moving forwards and then we slip all the way back down like a snakes and ladders board, right? And we're trying to build up those ladders, then we hit the excuses and we go all the way back to square one. The number of people that I have worked with that have gone back to square one because they have not shown up, because they have made the excuses. They have to accept that responsibility, okay? That's just the way it is. Excuses need to be managed. They need to be like recognized and you need to smash through them. And that happens when we keep doing that over and over and over again. Because when you recognize the emotional connection to going to the gym, to doing your run, to tracking your food, to eating better, to not drinking during the week, then those excuses disappear. Okay, mentally, confidence. Men struggle with confidence an awful lot because they don't think they're good enough, because they're comparing themselves to everyone else around them. They're looking at people on social media, on the front of magazines, that are both all completely unrealistic conditions to be in. We then look at comparisons of other people on Facebook um, that are our friends. We look at people in the playground when we go to school, we go to barbecues, we look at other people and we doubt, self-doubt ourselves looking at those people. What you probably don't realise is that those people are doing the same looking at you, more than likely. And what you see with other people and on social media and across the board is just a window shop. Behind the window, most of them are full of shit. All right, so you don't need to feel or doubt yourself or you don't need to feel like you have to compare yourself. 
be you, 100% you. So we're trying to be fit for life. That mental, that mental confidence is absolutely key. When you follow a process, when you're going through the curriculum, when you have a community, a like-minded community, and when you have accountability, remember those three fundamentals I talk, uh, talked about yesterday, and they build that mental resilience in here, you become unstoppable in here. And when we exercise, it mentally allows us to dump all of the negative, toxic thoughts that we go through and put perspective on things. It's really, really important to understand that. Like my example of me running at the very start to unwind to get everything out of my head, it works. When we look at exercise as a tool to mental health, to emotional health and mental and emotionally development, we can really connect with it more. We can really allow ourselves to be free from all of the overthinking, the paranoia, the insecurities, the self-doubts, the self, low self-esteem, and be able to build ourselves up mentally, okay? Making sense with me so far? If it is, just click the thumb button. So we've gone through emotional, we've gone through mental, and we've talked about all of the considerations that move us closer to being fit for life, okay? That move us further, closer to being fit for life. All right, so you can see this. All right, so we're gonna move on to the physical. So progressions and results. It baffles me, even to today, that people base their life and their results on a set of scales. You go for a piss, you weigh yourself. You go for a piss, you weigh yourself. You go for a shit, you weigh yourself. And somewhere along the line, in your mind, you're looking at these scales going, I've lost no weight. And it's been a fucking day, all right? Scales, if you have a set, throw them out the door because I don't want to see the scales. I don't dictate success in a client by a set of scales and weight. I dictate a client's success by how they're showing up with their family, how their family are now receiving that man now that he's paying more attention to his wife and his children. I look at it as how much more control are they having of their lives their emotions, their mental health, okay? How good are they feeling internally? How much more alive and in control do they have in their life? There are a multitude of ways to see how physically you are getting results, okay? And seeing progression. We see it all of the time, okay? All of the time. Patience, it takes time. It takes time to change, okay? and. Uh, to rewire our minds, to go through the ups and the downs and experiencing them come out the other side. One of the things that many men don't have is patience. They almost want results right away. And it's like that flick of a switch. I want to change. And that's just that desperation of being unhappy and recognising where they are. And that's a good thing that you recognise where you are and that you desperately want to get out of that place. But you have to be patient with the change because actually over a long period of time, you've built up bad habits, you've built up um, bad structure, you've built up bad mentality and a negative approach to yourself. So it's going to take time to unwind all of that and recreate your path. Physically feeling good. There's nothing better than waking up or walking out that front door feeling like you're six inches taller than you actually are. It makes you feel alive, okay? So when you exercise, and by the way, if you exercise for three times a week for 20 minutes, that's one hour out of a 168-hour week that you would have trained, 
If you did that every day until the day you died, you would make a huge monumental change to the way that you look, the way that you think, and the way that your mindset and emotions work. No, no doubt about it. And you would feel naturally good about it. And when you feel good physically, you feel good mentally, you feel good emotionally. And that's where the mental health element comes in. Being a role model, physically, letting your kids and everybody else around you see that you're working out and see that you are training, see that you are putting yourself on the line. Like, I never force my boy to go to the gym or my, or my big boy or my big girl, they're 15, 17, but they just do it. They just naturally go to the gym. And I think that's from having seen me train over the years, take part in races, doing ultra races, doing triathlons. They just naturally see it. You lead, they follow, and it, you become that role model. And then last ones here is achievements. You all felt achievement this morning. Those people that took part in the challenge, you felt achievement. You don't need a medal, or you don't need to be standing on a podium or crossing a finish line to realise that it was an achievement. Achievement comes in, hey man, I've made breakthroughs. These breakthroughs are really changing the way that my mindset works, that my emotions work. I've had breakthroughs with my wife, with my children, with my career, with my personal development. Man, it feels great to be alive. Okay? So what this does, we're going to connect the dots here right now. So we have all of the emotional considerations, all of the mental considerations, all of the physical considerations. These don't all come at once. This comes through a process through time by working on yourself. These all connect to be fit for life. <coughs> and if you remember our thought, our thought, you can see that this combined is what's going to make your state of mind stronger. This in here. And when this is straight, when this in here is working in the right way, you start showing up at a much higher level. Okay? There is, there is a whole undergrowth of how we get all of these things going, right? That's through training. And that's something I'm going to introduce you to tomorrow. But when this is... When this, when these working parts are moving and when we're building them up and when we're developing them, when we're evolving them and growing them, this then becomes your mantra. That then improves that mental resilience and that state of mind. And that's then how we can start showing up at a much higher level. If you remember that model yesterday, that pleasure model, having direction, having an identity, building character, feeling that there's meaning to your life being consistent, being controlled, having clarity, okay? It's like this it's like this whole sequence of working parts kind of coming together and it all kind of connects in a place like a jigsaw. And when it fits and there's accountability, community and curriculum, bang, you don't look back. All right, guys? So listen, I hope that's helped this, uh, this evening, give you maybe a different perspective on health in terms of mental and emotional. Um, I'm gonna stay on for another five minutes or so to answer any questions that you have. Again, as always, if you can keep them super short for me, um, just because there's not a lot of space to read them on the phone, I'll answer those questions for you. Tomorrow, we're gonna be talking about be, becoming a priority um, to yourself, okay? So when you become the priority to yourself, everyone else gets the best version of you, all right? I'm also, we're also gonna talk about um, where do we go after the five days? So there's some options for you if you want to take them. If you feel that now is the time to be ready to do that, then we will reveal that tomorrow as well. 
and if you just feel like you need just need to do the five day, you just do the five days. No obligation at all here. Cool. I'll hang fire here, guys, to uh, answer your questions if there is any. Never miss any, and I'm not live and you're watching back, I'll make sure I drop in tomorrow and answer them for you as well. I hope this makes sense. It'd be good to get your feedback on this as well. A lot of anger and rage inside and take it out uh, on myself. Is it okay to be full of rage whilst exercising? Well, I think if you, yeah, I, I don't see why not. Um, uh, I think it's a great way to be able to get performance out of you. I think it's a great way to get that beast that's inside of you. I used to train with a lot of anger as well. Um, you just got to manage your limitations and ego. When we have rage, we become emotionally disconnected from reality. So that can lead to injury and that can lead to you um, falling off the wagon, right? Completely. So manage it. Don't get carried away. When's the next 90 day challenge kicking off? All right, so we, uh, the next one is Monday, and the one after that is the Monday. So basically what we do is every week we invite people to join. We have a limited amount of spaces for people to be able to join every, every Monday. Um, so the next course for you guys to start will be Monday, um, but probably we, we have a two week pre-course before it as well, because preparation to be ready for the 90 days is one of the most key fundamentals that we need to make sure uh, is in place. And we need to make sure you've got everything you need. We need to make sure you're in our, all our support groups and stuff. I'll go through all of that in detail for you guys tomorrow. Not that I've done the challenge yet. Going to get it done once kids are in bed. Good work, Stephen. That's commitment as, as well. And getting those priorities weighed off as well. So good man. Implementation uh, of change and routine is taking more time than expected. Uh, so why would that be, Scott? That's, a, that's what I would ask you if you were sitting in front of me. Why is it taking longer? Are there any more questions? Just gonna hold on because I think some of you might be typing. But hopefully this week you've already got a lot. So you know, think about yesterday we talked about building the mental resilience, how to take ourselves from that place of pain to the place of pleasure with the curriculum, accountability, and community. And today we talked about how fitness can help you emotionally, physically, and mentally, and how it can build that fit for life mentality, right? Okay. Distraction, uh, distraction from my former implementation of change. Implementation of change and routine is taking more time than expected. Distraction from my former routine. Anytime, guys, you're more than welcome. So I think I'm trying to get what you said here, Scott. So I'm thinking that uh, from your former routine is kind of getting in the way. Um, I think that when often when people are trying to change a routine, um, when they're trying to change a routine, it does take a long time. It does take a long time to be able to change it, right? Um, it's one of those cases where we have to be open to understanding what's going on. We learn, grow, repeat, learn, grow, repeat. And if we have that mantra and that mentality, 
It allows us to be able to um, try lots of different things. So we, when something's not right, we move it out of the way. We move it out of the way, we move it out of the way. And often when we don't get to the place we want to get to quick enough, um, it's because we tend to overthink or we don't show up or we don't have that accountability or we don't have that support or guidance. Um, but be patient with it. Keep sticking at it. Never quit. Never, ever quit.